Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Let me welcome the founder of the East Coast chapter of the Black Surfing Association, the one and only Mr. Lou Harris. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. You got to unmute. You have to unmute, Lou. Lou. Okay, there you go. Can you hear me? Hey, I can hear you. Hey. All right. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, listen, I've been looking because, you know, we're getting into the summer months, even though we're still in a pandemic. And first, let me ask how, you know, how, where, where are you in the world where you can surf? (laughs) Oh, I live on the beach. I live in Rockaway, Rockaway Beach, Queens. I live right on the beach. New York? uh, Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You could surf here. And then an hour later, you can be in in Manhattan and see a Broadway show. It's that kind of thing. You know, that's why Rockaway is so, so unique from like Montauk. A Long Beach, of Jersey. It's the kind of thing, that's, and that's what gives Rockaway that swag. You know, that's what you know. That's why it's so appealing. Oh wow! And I'm okay. right on the beach. So, to, so walk me through, uh, young Lou Harris, growing up in Rockaway, which is his own thing. And I remember Rockaway being an interesting space in Queens. You know, and and for Black people in particular, how do you even get introduced to surfing? Well, I skateboarded in Manhattan, you know, for about 25 years, and then when I moved to Rockaway, I was just, you know kind of retiring from skateboarding and I walked up to the beach and uh, there was this black guy in the water you know this one black guy his name is Brian BJ James he actually has a book called the nautical negro and I seen him out there surfing and then the girl I was dating at the time she's like you know what that's what you're gonna do and I you know and I when he came out of the water he saw he saw me standing there you know and I'm a big Wu-Tang fan I had a Wu-Tang shirt on I got two Wu-Tang tattoos and he walked up to me and he was like Wu-Tang and he's like what's your name I said Lou he's like are you trying to surf and I said, yeah, and he took me under his wing. He taught me the do's and don'ts, taught me about riptides. You know, he also taught me to, you know, you know, a lot of white surfers, you know, they're going to try me in the water because I'm a black surfer. But he said, you know, you got to remember, he goes, you're black, get ghetto on them. You know, but I never had to deal with that in the water, but it's been a beautiful thing, you know. And, uh, you know, we teach free surf lessons, free skateboard lessons, free cooking classes, uh, 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 free swimming classes. So it's been amazing. How um, how has the pandemic impacted um, your your business? Uh, like not that bad. I mean, a little bit to say. I mean, usually like we have a lot of you know about 150 kids a summer. Uh, last summer we had about maybe about 75. But you know, um, our normal kids pretty much you know didn't come as much. I have kids that usually come every day, but a lot of kids didn't come as much. So, but um, but we've been doing good. I mean, like you know, now we're taking off now. I mean, uh, we were on uh the Today Show with Al Roker, and that was a big boost for us. We were in uh, Rolling Stone. We were in uh, Surfer Magazine, another huge booth. And then uh, next week, we're going to be in GQ. Uh, uh, Patricia, what's her name? I can't even think of her. Oh, Danielle Levitt, the famous photographer. She, uh, they did a photo shoot on, uh, on the BSA, and you know, and it's going to be great. It's going to come out uh, in a couple weeks. Ah, black surfing. Okay, so... Um... Only if you're in New York with the East Coast chapter, if you have a child and you're in the New York area, uh, you can enroll them. They're going to learn how to swim, surf, skateboard, and, and do all of this stuff. How much does it cost? Oh, no, this is free. This is, uh, yeah, this is, for, oh, yeah, all free. Like, we're nonprofit, So uh, we're sponsored by Vans, the sneaker company. We're sponsored by Red Bull. We're sponsored by Sticky Bumps Wax. So what happens is Vans sends us free sneakers, free clothing. And then what I do is I give it out to the kids. I give it to the kids. I give it to homeless people. Uh, because before I got injured, like, uh, 
about six, seven months ago, I tore my meniscus. And before that, I was a doorman on the Upper East Side, like right next door to Fox 5, actually, 68th and 3rd up there. And um, there's a lot of homelessness up there. So what I would do is I would, you know, I, I used to work the night shift. So I would pack a bag of vans and I would give them out up there. And, um, and that's a beautiful thing. And we're sponsored by Red Bull. So like what we did was this uh, last summer, we had a lot of paddle outs, a lot of BLM paddle outs supporting, you know, Black Lives Matter and George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. And Red Bull took notice and any event that we had, they sponsored with, uh, with drinks. Uh, in December, Red Bull donated $8,000 to us uh, so we could buy the kids all Christmas uh, surfboards. So it's, it's, you know, it's been crazy. I mean, these, uh, these past six years, I've been working my overnight shift in the doorman and from 12 to nine. And then at nine o'clock, I leave Manhattan and I get to Rockaway about, about 1030 and I get in the water for the kids. And I've been doing this for six years and it's paying off now. Lou Harris is his name, uh, Black Surfing Association uh, at Black underscore surfing underscore Rockaway is the IG. Uh, so how much is a surfboard and where do you get them? Surfboards are anywhere from brand new, anywhere from about three hundred to about a thousand dollars, and you can get them pretty much at any surf shop. But uh, you know, but by the grace of God, we're so blessed we get donated surfboards. So it's a beautiful thing. So I get to give them out to free. I mean, free free to kids. I mean, kids who normally wouldn't have the opportunity to get them. You know, so and that's my thing. You know, I mean, uh, when I first moved to Rockaway, I remember I was walking down the street with my surfboard, and there were these four black kids. They saw me coming. And they're like, yo, man, black people don't surf, you know? And like, you know, and I was a little, you know, PO'd about it. And my mother said, Louie, you got to realize, you know, these kids don't have the same upbringing that you and your brother have. You know, like I grew up in Long Island. You know, my parents spoiled the crap out of us. So we were swimming in 1977. I was five years old. So and a lot of kids out here don't have that same upbringing. So that's another re- reason why I started doing this. I wanted these kids to know what goes on, their own, you know, in their own backyard. You got a lot of black kids who live. 50 feet from the beach, you know, people don't know 75% of youth drownings are black kids, you know, and this all stems back to, you know, the segregation of pools, those days, you know, where black kids didn't get get the opportunity. So that's why, that's where we come in. And like I said, it, it, you know, it feels good when, when you go on my Instagram page, I do just looking through it and I see, you know, the typical, you know, the ordinary black that, that would not have a surfboard. You know, his parents don't have five hundred dollars, six hundred bucks to go get a board, and that's a beautiful thing that we get it donated and they get it for free. Are you teaching kids how to swim in the ocean, or are you teaching them in a swimming pool? Yeah. No, no. Uh, oh. uh, back in nineteen seventy-seven, when I was five years old, I learned how to swim in the ocean in Amityville, Amityville, Long Island, right down the block from the Amityville Horror House. That's what I learned to swim right in that ocean. And that's what I'm going to put the kids in. I'm going to put the kids out in the water here in Rockaway. We're going to do it when it's a low tide. We'll have some little kickboards. And we're just going to teach them how I, you know, how I uh, learn how to swim. I, it took me about uh, two months to uh, learn how to swim. So, but, but again, I think these kids should have the opportunity. And they should also know what goes on in the act, their own backyard. They should know the drop-offs. They should know the riptides, how to spot a riptide, how to get out of a riptide. You know, I mean, yeah, this is your backyard. You should know what happens in it. How, okay, so walk us through or, or surf us through. Uh, you know, I love I love swimming. I love get, getting into the water. I love the ocean, especially the clean ocean. Um, some ocean, some some of our beaches are filthy, but some of them are really beautiful. And so you get in, you got your board, you paddle on your board out to the waves. Like what what's the process of surfing? And then you stand up. Like wh- how do you no, do this? No, uh, what you do is. Uh... 
well, if, if I'm teaching a kid, I'm teaching a kid, you know, I have him uh, on land on the beach and then I have him lay on his board and we do a paddle, paddle, paddle. And pretty much it's a push up and you jump to your feet. That's how I tell the kids. It's a push up, jump to your feet. That's all it is. Have your, you know, have your body square, your legs bent. I call it the poopy stance, the caveman stance, have your, your knees bent. And then, um, yeah, so let's say that I'm going out to go surf. I'm going to put my wetsuit on. I'm going to be a couple of buddies of mine, and we're going to paddle out to, to the lineup. And the lineup is where everybody is at. That's where everybody's lined up to catch that wave. So what I do is, one, and one thing that BJ taught me, you know, you know, the, the black surfer I saw, he taught me, he said, Lou, you don't always got to go to where everybody's at, man. He's like, you can go down there. He said, it's the same wave here, it's the same wave there, which is true. You know, people come to Rockaway and they're like, I got to surf Beach 90. I'm like, no, the same wave is on Beach 97, you know? So, so that's what I do. You know, we'll go paddle out and I don't like going into the groups. I like to go a little, you know, so, and I'll paddle out. And when I see a wave coming, you know, I'll, I'll be facing it. Uh, and when I see it coming, I turn around, body adjusted, paddle, paddle, paddle. I check my timing, look for the wave and then stand up and ride it. And it feels amazing. Lou, I have, uh, I lack core strength in the midsection covered in hair and yeah. soft tissue mainly what what would you what advice do you have for me if i wanted to get into surfing is that gonna be a problem for me my lack surfing, of course one strength? thing is always no 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 the big problem is gonna be all that hair on your stomach because if you go out there <laughs> with no shirt on that you, your hair is gonna stick to the wax the surf oh. wax on the board and it's actually gonna gonna rip it out so that's, yeah. so, so that's why that's why you'll see some some people surfing like you'll see like the famous people like you'll see um uh what's his name i can't i can't i can't think of the actor but lou harris like, lou harris is the famous surfer all right did i did i freeze his frame you broke his I thing i broke his um, i broke his thing oh, making him famous. Say, oh in the name this of is jesus horrible. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Wait, okay. I rebuke this in the name of Jesus. Come on, Patty. That didn't work. Patty. There you go. He's got his foot. Hand on his forehead, too. He's frozen. <laughs> Poor guy. Cha cha. He told me my hair was going to get ripped yeah, out. Yeah, that's what happened. Uh, it messed up the whole. He's going to have to call back. All right. We're going to go to a break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this, though. You know, you God. can't make this stuff up. And, um, you know, all right, there he is. Oh, there he is. He's back. All right, worked. nice. It worked. See, you, unmute, <laughs> unmute. Now unmute. unmute. All right. Okay. So tell us about uh, Cena's uh, hairy ass stomach sticking to the wax board. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I think, I think he'd be in a lot of pain. I think he'd be in a lot of pain. I think as soon as he stand up, he'd be smiling and laughing because of the wave. But then, and after that, I think he'd have to go get in the back of an ambulance. Yeah. Oh, bleeding. All right, so Wait, so why yeah. not? So is that why you wear a wetsuit? Yeah. Is that? Oh well, no, no, no. You wear a wetsuit when the water's cold, but when you want to go surf, I would say Cena would would, would wear a rash guard, and a rash guard rash that guard. that's what uh you know protects uh -oh. you from the uh from the sun and stuff like that. I think I lost you guys. There. No, that's okay. all right. Listen, keep talking, keep talking. Oh, I see okay. that. I looked it yeah, up. Yeah, okay, and, these um, look very yeah. And yeah, so so and then. Go ahead. Yeah, well, yeah, and you can get a cool rash guard too, like you know, something very nice that's going to be, you know, you know, you know, hugging to your body, stuff like that too. But uh, yeah, I mean, Cena, if you ever want to come out and come surf, you let me know, and then you can tell your friends a black guy taught you how to surf. Okay. I had this one girl, right? This, when I, before I started teaching the kids, right, I had this one girl, uh, you know, and she didn't know I was black, 
you know, over the phone. So I booked a lesson, right? And then I say, listen, you know, I told her, I said, I'll be on the beach. Look for me. I'm wearing a, you know, wetsuit. I didn't think I had to tell her I was black. So she gets, <laughs> to, I see her coming. She's looking around. So I walk up to her. I'm like, hey, are you looking for Lewis? I'm Lewis, surf lesson. She's like, no, I'm looking for Lewis. He's a surfer, not you. I'm like, no, I'm the guy you spoke to on the phone. She's like, no, leave me alone, please. So I go, oh, okay. my God. I'm like, sorry, okay. So then, you know, I was like, wow, because I didn't want to bother her. So I go get on my board. And then my two friends, my instructors, they were a little up the beach. So they saw what was going on. So I go paddle in the water just to go surf. So this girl could see, hey, this guy knows how to surf. He's got some black guy on the beach bothering you. So I go surf. And then I see her talking to my two friends. So my two friends are telling her, hey, yeah, that's Lou from the BSA. That's him right there. So I see them calling me over. I get out. And she's like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry, you know, I, uh, I, like, I really didn't know, like, I didn't mean anything, I'm not racist or anything, I'm just so sorry, I had a, I had a long train ride from the Upper East Side, I'm like, don't worry oh, about it. So man, I why do right. racist people always blame their racism on, like, stress uh, or something? Train, <laughs> like, yeah, like train. a train, Dumb come stuff. on. And that was her first, and she said that, I had a long train ride here, please forgive me, this is not you know, me. But yeah, no, 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 but I took her out anyway. And, you know, it, it was, it, it was like, and she ended up being a good surfer. So yeah, but, but, but that was funny, you know, like, I mean, like, but she called, her... wait, hold on. She called Black Surfing Association. What did yeah. you think the beast stood for? <laughs> exactly. 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 Oh. And that's why when I went up to her, but when she made that kind of stink face, like you're bothering, I said, you know, let me leave her alone. You yeah. know, I live here. I don't know why I think I'm bothering her. So that was right. funny. Wow. Craziest thing has happened to you surfing. Um, sharks, you know, getting sucked under the water with a current. Craziest uh, thing? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't think you're ready for this, but I'll, I'll tell you. So when, when it's good waves out there and you don't want to get out of the water, you know, a lot of people, they pee in their wetsuit, you know, so you pee in your wetsuit. Everybody does it. You know, that's why I never buy rentals. That's why I never use rentals. I always buy a new one because <laughs> you can't tell me someone's never pissed in that wetsuit because they did, you know? So anyway, so so there was a there was a hurricane, right? It was a nice, good, beautiful day here in Rockaway. Clean, you know, head high waves, beautiful. And my buddy, he's he's just killing it. He's catching wave after wave. So he comes up to me and he's and he's he, and his eyes are like crossed. I'm like, what's wrong with you? He's like, oh, Lou. He's he's like, um, yeah. He's like, you know, I really gotta go, you know, do a number two. He's like, I gotta take a dump, but I don't want to get out of the water. I'm like, go get out of the water. I said, yo, go get, do your thing. So he paddles away. So I don't see him for like maybe 30 minutes. So I see him when, you know, uh, I catch a wave, I paddle back and I see him. I'm like, oh, well, that was quick, you're done. He's like, oh, I didn't even go. I said, what happened? He goes, he took a crap on himself in his wetsuit because he didn't want to get out of the water because he wanted to surf. So he crapped. And I said, what? And I paddled like so far. I was like Greg Luganis, yo. I was so far away from him that I couldn't believe that. Greg Luganis is a diver? I uh, no, he's a great swimmer. So I was. Is yeah, he? Yeah, so he, yeah. I thought Michael Phelps would have been a better reference for next time you tell the story. I was like, Michael Phelps. He just Phelps. told a was, poop story. You can't correct uh, him about no, the Michael who's, Phelps. Who's the black swimmer? Gaines. Hold on. We just had the black swimmer on last year. Damn it. Um, <laughs> ah, all right. I, I got to look this up because it's going to bother me. Uh, look, look how I, I'm searching. Black yeah. Olympic swimmer. All right. Here we go. You ready? You ready? Oh. Uh, no, it came up with Ian Black. That's not him. Uh, Colin Jones. African. Colin. Jo- Colin. What is it? 
Colin Jones. Colin, yeah. Colin, Colin Jones. That's right. So yeah. next time you tell the story, I was out of there like Colin Jones. Yeah. Okay. And then force okay. people to go look him up. Thanks. Have, have you ever <laughs> done number the... two in your wetsuit? No, never, 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 never. And I really, I really pee in my wetsuit. Like I try not to drink anything before I go surf because that is a nasty smell. Like once you do it over two or three times, your wetsuit starts to really, really stink. And then like, so the ocean salt water is not cleaning that out. No, I mean, once you pee in that wetsuit, it is embedded in it. It smells like onions. It's disgusting. Okay. All right. Uh, Never sharks. Have you had any shark encounters? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, like when I'm teaching the kids, I'll have like sharks like bump into you. We call sharks the men in the gray suits. That's what we call them here. And, um, you know, I tell the kids that, uh, you know, it's like a shark coming on land and seeing people like, you know, you can't be surprised if you see a shark. That's their habitat. But, you know, but you could tell the difference between a shark and then a fish. A fish will just, you know, you know, bump and slide next to you. A shark bumps into you, but they don't have teeth. They feed off plankton. So a lot of these sharks here that you'll see in Rockaway that get washed up ashore, those are the ones that are bumping into me. I mean, when I first started teaching the kids, I used to get a little nervous, but now yeah, they don't do anything. And it's actually kind of cool, too, you know, I mean, because, uh, you know, uh, they actually bump you really hard. They poke you really hard, but, like, nothing happens. Okay. All right. Uh, no, never been close to drowning, never never had a board hit you in the head, and you, you thought you weren't going to be here anymore? Uh, in Puerto Rico, in Puerto Rico, when I first started surfing, yeah, that happened in Puerto Rico when I was paddling out because paddling out to get to the lineup in Puerto Rico is about a five to 10 minute paddle. It's a long break here in Rockaway. It's a three minute paddle. So, you know, that long paddle, you know, there's a rip tide. I was getting caught out there and, you know, thank God I knew how to swim and, be, you know, being a surfer, you know, you, you go on a custom and you train yourself how to hold your breath. So I knew how to hold my breath pretty good. Thank God. Cause if I didn't, I would have drowned, but yeah, you know, by the grace of God, I've been lucky surfing, not too many injuries. Give us a, how do you, how do you see a riptide? Oh, a riptide is pretty much two bodies of water that merge together. And then it's like, they form like a conveyor belt. They come in, they come together and they go back out. And that's what happens. That's, you know, a lot of people that, you know, you get, you get uh, people that come out to Rockaway, you know, and maybe it's cause I'm 49 years old. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm up there in age, but I, you know, when I see people come to Rockaway, they come from the Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan. The first thing they do is they go get liquor. They go buy, they go buy, you know, and, and I'll be in the store and I'm telling them, I'm like, yo, listen, man, you know, you're going to the beach, you know, it's gonna, it's a hot sun. You should replenish with, you know, and then, you know, man, F you, man, mind your business. And those are the people who drown here. Because think about it, you're coming out here, let's say you come to the Bronx, it's you and your boys, you got your girlfriends, you guys are having a good time, you're drinking, you get caught in a riptide. And now you're too nervous and too, and, you know, proud to yell for help. And that's how you drown. You know, look, a lot of people who drown here in Rockaway, they're not from Rockaway. Everybody who lives here knows about that riptide. The, you know, when you check the statistics and see who drowned here, it's some guy from Brooklyn. And then, and then this one time, this guy drowned. And he drowned on Beach 87. And, and, and the tide was going uptown. You know that guy, that that guy, they didn't find him for two, day, two days. And I was doing a surf lesson and that dude floated right by me. Oh my and God. my student didn't even see that guy. Didn't even, yeah, my, I saw this guy floating right by. Oh my, that's that dude. I got my student right out of the water and I didn't go in the water for like two months after that. Me out. Yeah, so that's why from now on, like here in Rockaway, like whenever you see a helicopter, it. All right. Sorry. Yeah. All right. He's gone. A helicopter here in Rockaway or somebody drowned. And nine times out of ten, it's somebody drowned. And that's why 
Go ahead. Uh, no, I'm, no, we're gonna go because I, I don't want to I don't want to lose your um, internet again. And, and if people want to sign up right now for a surfing lesson, they have to be in. Can you do it virtually? No. Yes. Surf lesson? No, no. I mean, like we could actually. I mean, if you have a surfboard at home, we could practice the pop up. But like, I'd rather have you he here so we can practice the pop up on the beach. You can check out the rip tides and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And are the Black Surfing Association is national? So you just happen to be the pres the founder of the East Coast chapter, but there there BSAs all over the country, or all over the world. No, the, just two. There's one in LA that started in 1975 by Tony Corley, and then uh, I got permission from Tony to start an East Coast chapter here. So if so somebody is a black surfer and they want to start it in an area, say Virginia or Florida or you know New Mexico or Mexico, can they? Who do they reach out to? I guess they'd have to speak to Tony. They got to talk to him, and you know. And, they got to gain his trust and he has to know you because then he has to give you the tax ID number and then you got to open up an account and then, you know, he's got to, and he, and he's got to see you grow. He's got to see what you do. He's got to, you know, see how good you are with kids, you know, how you are with community work. And, and that's what happened with me. Yeah. Okay. Well, you are uh, definitely a, a treasure, a national treasure, Lou Harris. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for all of the things you're doing with our young people in particular. And y'all can follow him on IG at black underscore surfing underscore rockaway and check out all of this. We'll tweet it out as well. Thanks for being here. I hope to see you one day out in them streets and them rockaway streets on the surfboard. I think I'm going to do that. That's going to be on my list of things to do in 2023. Look at how far I put that out. Yeah. Well, pandemic. Hopefully it'll be gone. All right. Nice to meet you. Lou nice Harris. to meet you. You too. Thank you have so a great much. day. Take care, Thank guys. Bye-bye. Cheers. All right. Lou Harris. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.